Radio Chaser is brought to you by Anti-Vaxxers. They spell it with two X's, so you know how smart they are. Anti-Vaxxers. 2019. You really should cut the booze, lose 50 kilos, and fulfil your lifelong dream of becoming a YouTube star by taking up extreme parkour. That's why you're here. This isn't a radio show. It's a spiritual journey to help you live your best life. It can't help you achieve any of your goals, but it will make you much, much, much better at sex. Welcome to Radio Chaser. Oh, welcome to Radio Chaser. And Andrew Hanson's here. Chaz Butchello's with us. Charles Fertz here. And my name is Dom Knight, and today, Baby Got Snack is back oh, with yes. a highly culturally sensitive trial of a mooncake. As always, Dom, always culturally sensitive. Can't wait for that. <laughs> but look, first, pay television is in trouble. Oh, poor pay television, Dobby. Poor, I love pay television. I love pay television. I used to watch it when Game of Thrones was part of it. Yeah, we we all true. did, didn't what, we? We what? all watched pay TV when Game of Thrones was on. What, don't you watch it anymore? Well, look, it's in the news, Chazzy. Foxtel is suffering an exodus, exodus of customers after Game of Thrones finished. Yeah, it's been, re- you know, but what they're doing to combat this is they're offering subscribers these huge discounts if they threaten to quit. So if you ring up and threaten to quit, you might just be in for a massive uh, discount on your Foxtel package. Well, at least here's how a typical call to the Foxtel service centre goes. Hello, welcome to Foxtel. I assume you're wanting to cancel. Hi, yes, I'd like to cancel. Right, I'll just type you in as today's Foxtel cancellation request number 4012. Uh, But first, I'm required to ask, why would you want to cancel such a wonderful service? Well, Game of Thrones is finished. Yes, granted, but we we are still showing episodes of Thomas the Tank Engine on CBeebies. Is Thomas the Tank Engine like Game of Thrones? Oh, yes, except with more trains. That's not the same. Game of Thrones was the best show ever. What about a 50% discount? Remember, we have Shortland Street on the Arena Channel. Is Shortland Street a high-budget medieval fantasy with dragons and magic? No, it's a low-budget soap opera from New Zealand. I want Game of Thrones or nothing. Oh, surely, sir, is tempted by our 397 programs about food on the Lifestyle Channel. We have shows about soup, shows about vegetables, shows about hot and cold beverages. Do any of your shows feature naked, raunchy lovemaking with a mysterious sorceress? Oh, Nigella Lawson hosts one. Will that do? No. Game of Thrones was the best show ever, and if you don't have it, I'm cancelling. Oh, very well then. Good. Also, can you refund me for the last season of Game of Thrones? It was the worst show ever. Radio Chaser, Triple M. 104.9 Sydney's Triple M. It is Barnsey, and you're listening to the most down-to-earth, blue-collar, working-class show on the network, Radio Chaser. No wankers here. (laughs) No, no. Working-class men. Yeah. Charles has got a beard. That will have to do. (laughs) You've got a blue collar, Chazzy. Your polo shirt. (laughs) I can't even afford a blue collar. collar, At Lowe's. Yeah. And no, I I want to have a bit of a complaint now. Oh, good. Is it about blue collar things? Well, sort of. I went to the Three Sisters. That's in Western Sydney. That's not blue collar. (laughs) (laughs) It's through Western Sydney. It's it's the Blue Mountains. You drive through Western Sydney until you get to the tea houses. The the thing that I did do is I actually, I went went all along the M4, uh, the new West Connects part of the M4, the tunnel. And I'll Mm. tell you what, that is pretty good. It's a big tunnel. It is a big tunnel. And it's really fast. You can get all the way from Five Dock 
to the traffic jam at James <laughs> Roost Drive yeah. in about 15 minutes. That's, That's amazing. That's yeah. great. I've always wanted to get that traffic jam a lot faster. Yeah, it's really good. <laughs> but uh, anyway, so I thought I'd show the, the kids a bit of a sort of wilderness weekend. Oh, so we okay. went to the Three Sisters, walked down the giant staircase, all the way along, you know, yeah. to underneath where the scenic railway is. Yes, yes. Have you been there lately? No, I haven't. No, it oh, is. Has, kid. has anyone been there lately? It is a, yes, there are about a billion people there. Really? Yeah, because that's the population of China, isn't it? I'm <laughs> <laughs> pretty sure. <laughs> yeah, sure. And I'm pretty sure there. they were all there. <laughs> yeah. Okay. But, uh, yeah, no, so we were down on the bottom, sort of walking around, just yeah. underneath. There's a temperate rainforest mm. okay. underneath, you know, near the scenic railway. And what they've done is they've put all these wooden paths around the temperate rainforest to make it sort of easier to get around. Okay. Mm. And on the, but the, with the wooden things is obviously not opulent enough for the sort of Tourists. today's class of tourists. Yeah. So now they've carpeted it. They've got Real carpet. Odd. You walk it, around that's on, on that's carpet. carpet. Is it a, yes. sort of, is it a red carpet, Charles? Well, yeah. It's not a red carpet. <laughs> no. It's a grey carpet. But still, yeah. there probably should be a red carpet. <laughs> Imagine that's the so vacuuming. Far. Imagine yeah. the oh, when yeah. you have to clean that thing. Do the, they have it? Is there somebody with a Dyson there? Yeah, I'm sure there is. Yeah, I'm sure there is. But no, but I wanted to show the kids wilderness, and it was sort of like, yeah, we'll carpet. just walk along the carpet, and we'll see the. <laughs> how, how long tree. is this carpet? Would you say, Charles? Oh, it would be it, what two and a half kilometres? <laughs> really? It's quite a lot. It's a forty-five minute walk. Are they not you know, trying? Sure. Surely they need travelators in there, Charles. Yes, they should. They've got well, they've got the scenic railway. Because that's the other thing that I want to complain about, which is so it's $67 for a one-way ride for a family of four up the 310 metres <laughs> that is the scenic railway. Do you know how much that is per kilometre? How much is that, Charles? That's $216 per kilometre <laughs> on the scenic railway. And that would offend your blue-collar sensibilities. Yeah. <laughs> is, the, um, is the airport station on that line? Yeah, um, yeah, <laughs> yes, actually. actually, I think it's. I think they've just costed it at about the same price as taking the new M4 tunnel. Triple M Radio Chaser. Hello, hello, hello. Now, th- I love a bit of B52s, but I tell you, mm. I, I tell you what, I, I love even more, and that is getting into trouble with my wife. It happens so much. I've just gotten used to it, and this week was no exception. See, see, guys, I've gotten myself. I've got a nine-year-old and a six-year-old. You know that, right? Mm, your lovely yeah. daughters, yeah. Mm. And I've been introducing them to music. And, you know, the thing about music yeah. is kids like such crap music. They like the Wiggles. Oh, so you, yeah, they like yeah. Giggle and Who's. They like Taylor Swift. Absolute crap, right? So, so you're improving their musical taste. Exactly. Though, exactly. Now, what I could do is I could play Triple M to them. Well, that'd be one way. I could do that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but I've been choosing a different way uh, because I don't want them to listen to The Chaser. So uh, I've oh, been yeah. uh, I've been introducing them to gangster rap. <laughs> what? Snoop Dogg, N.W.A., Ludacris, Exhibit. So basically songs about thugs pimping and doing drugs and using yeah. degrading language towards women, Jesse. Yeah, yeah look, look, admittedly, admittedly, it's not wasn't my choice. I gave them my Spotify password Uh-oh. and they found it for themselves. But, yeah, i got to applaud their initiative. Uh, <laughs> bottom they line, found Gangster Rap? What well, were they searching well, for? Well, they were searching through my playlists, which are filled <laughs> with Gangster Rap. Uh, <laughs> it's, uh, yeah. Now, look, look, what I said to my uh, – this all came to a head because, because my daughter, my nine-year-old, was walking around <laughs> – 
the hall. Oh, no. And she starts singing under her breath with her headphones on to well, listen to Ludacris, Get Back. Now, I don't oh, know no. if you know the chorus, but it's... Get back, get back, you don't know me like That's right. Get back, get back, you don't know me like That's very good. That's very good. Now, you notice that, that, that he said get back twice then because the second get back is actually censoring a naughty word that begins with M and F. Oh right? dear! And, uh, and unfortunately, uh. my daughter didn't think to say to sing "Get Back, Get Back." You don't know me like that. She sang the actual lyric while she was listening to it, and my wife was unimpressed. The mother now, in question. <laughs> yeah. Now I pointed out to her that my wife is into gardening, and she's <laughs> always trying to, trying to teach my kids gardening and. And I've introduced them to Snoop Dogg, so they're learning all that weeds. And hose. <laughs> and hose, exactly. So I, I feel like we're working together in a way. But she feels that, that I'm introducing the girls to something that's too old for them, and they've become grown up too fast. And I, I, think that, that I think I'm not alone here. I reckon the kids of today, all of them, are, uh, they're developing habits that are kind of adult, and I reckon I'm not the only one. Oh, me? absolutely. That's for, like my nephew at the age of five. Started watching James Bond movies and, and like all of them, the, mo- the most violent James Bond movies. <laughs> five and yeah, yeah, five or six. He just my, my brother has the whole DVD set and they just yeah. started working through. Oh, he's um, not watching the the Roger Moore double entendres, is he? That yeah, corrupt he, his he, mind. He knows about all the sleazy double entendres, but also all the, all the murder, like and, all the deaths, and, and all, all, all the, the violence. torture in the more recent the James Bonds. Yeah. Yeah. And, yeah. and look, it just sort of washed over him. Really, I mean, yeah. I, there's no sign. He's nine now, so that you wouldn't see the psychological scars just yet. Look, it's similarly with with my daughters. They haven't tried. Wants to have sex with their mother, so oh, so I think it's just I think it's completely washed yellow over. Yellow card, them. yellow <laughs> card. There's a bit of a yellow card, a, 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 I think, in order for that, <laughs> Chazzy. <laughs> well, how, how about you? I can't so believe that's my first yellow card. Your daughter's two. Surely she's not into any adult stuff yet. Oh my my little two year old. Yeah, she loves. She, there's one adult thing that she loves. She loves cafes. Oh, she, what? She's really into going to a cafe. Yeah, yeah. this is what so, happens when, this... she, when, when a girl is born in Melbourne. I know, and I've got this hipster. I've got this hipster two-year-old, but I can't be. The, I think you're right, Chazzy. I reckon I can't be the only one no. whose kid is into something for grown-ups. Let's take some calls on this, shall we? They support me. Support, support me against my wife. Please tell us things that you're you know of little kids where they're acting like grown-ups. Yeah, what you adult stuff are your kids into that's way too old for them? One triple three five three. Call us now. Chaser lines open now. Adult stuff your kids are into and. Probably shouldn't be. Now, look, we're talking about when kids are in a stuff that is way too old for them. This yes. is because our dear Chaz has introduced his, his lovely daughters, aged nine and six, to gangster rap. It's and music, guys. They've been it's dropping music. swear words and their mum is not happy. Let's go to Andrew from Campbelltown. Hey, Andrew, what are your kids into that they should not be? How are you going, champ? Yeah, uh, I think Fortnite was one, but the oh. main one was I, I watched a lot of crime shows like... Uh, Serial killers and things like that. And my son loves them. He's only 10. <laughs> That's expanding his mind. He's thinking like a police officer. That's good. Yeah, well, he doesn't. I mean, he, he hasn't had any adverse <laughs> uh, reactions to it yet. You hope. Yeah. Yeah, look, what's I... his fa- Sorry, what's his, what's his favourite one i got to ask for his tip? Oh, I watch it on Fox. So it's, like a, it's like a crime series. Basically, like Australian crime and oh, yeah. all, all different ones, but yeah, he loves it. Well, look, he's a, me he's a patriot. I like that. I like yeah, I like his yeah. prey of Australian crime. No, there's foreign crime for your son. <laughs> oh, <my laughs> like, I get a bit worried when he gets a bit older. I know he's going to be a serial killer, but nah, he'd, he'd be right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just keep an eye on that one, Andrew. That sounds like a good idea. Let's go to Steve from Spring Farm. Hey, Steve, tell us about the thing your kid's into that's a bit old. Hey, 
Like the uh, the kids love staying at the rugby club rooms after a game for the speeches and the drinking games. Oh, really? Oh, Do they take part the in the drinking games? Uh, absolutely not. As far as I'm aware. <laughs> <laughs> well, with the, what about with the Cotties Cordial or something? I mean, you... I, they, uh, that, that, look, they certainly know what it's all about, though. There's uh, no dismissing that. Do the teammates of the rugby team, do they, do they tailor their language to the kids or not? No, mate. It's, uh, the kids know that, oh. uh, that the sanctity of the club rooms is, is a bit special and they know what it is, but they're not allowed to use it. So, they're, not, they're not going on Mad Monday, are they? Yeah. No, I hope this, I this no, footy club. In the car to pick me up after one, though, so. <laughs> I, I hope this footy club isn't the Canterbury Bulldogs. That's oh. all I'm saying. <laughs> no, no. So, Steve, is this give sort of stuff? A, you need to give yourself a yellow card for that. <laughs> oh, fair enough. <laughs> hey, red. Is, is this causing any tensions with your misses? Uh, yeah, it is a bit. I, um, I, I have, I have a program that I signed myself to. It's called the DLE. Right. Which is, uh, and I apply it to most major decisions that I make. What's DLE? It's, it, is what I'm about to do a divorce level event. Oh, <laughs> I, th- I feel like, like I'm familiar with a DLE myself. Yeah, yeah. And, and was this a DLE at, at any point? No, have I had one? No. I've probably been close a couple of times. But, uh, it's, um, yeah, it's, uh, mate, look, my, my wife's a Kiwi as well, and she, she's pretty good. So. All right, fair That's enough. Uh, let's go to Damien in Newcastle here. Hey, Damien, uh, stuff your kids are into that's very old for them. Ten-year-old son, he's a massive fan of the Walking Dead TV show. Uh, <laughs> oh my god! Oh gee. Oh, who's his favourite character? I don't know if you've seen, but there's a guy in there called Negan. He's got mm. his own baseball bat covered in barbed wire on the end, <laughs> and he's turned around the other week and said, oh, "I want another ba- I want a baseball bat, but I want to put rubber bands on the end and be just like Negan." <laughs> could be worse. He could be going for the zombies. That's <laughs> true. And you may have heard that Triple M's doing a pretty new idea. It's called Double Shot Tuesdays. Are they bringing that back? Yeah. And I don't really know. I don't get the concept. How does it work? So yeah, you've got to play the same kid. song twice. <laughs> no, no, no. In every no the same artist and you get two songs rather than one. So if we play, I don't know, let's say let's say uh, U2. There's two U2 songs in a row. Right. Yes. Mm. Okay. Well, so that sounds like a really dumb idea to me. But oh. but we had a bit of a talk with Triple M management this morning, and so now I am contractually required to say that I think that this is a great idea, and Radio Chaser is getting right behind it. It's Double Shot Tuesday, and thanks to a strong talking to from senior management, Radio Chaser no longer thinks it's a terrible idea. Yeah, okay, we'll do it. Oh, fair enough. Yeah, yeah whatever. To celebrate, we'll be doing everything twice. That's right, we'll be doing everything twice to celebrate. That won't get annoying. Twice the talk over. Hey, Andrew. So, yeah, you know, what a, well, yeah, but the thing is, no, but the, no, but the thing is, we just twice the, twice the fake laughter. laughter. <laughs> <laughs> twice the arming and erring from Charles. Because, uh, you see, uh, the thing is uh, that, uh, you know, like uh, Double Shot Tuesdays on Radio Chaser.
Oh, I'm glad that's over. That was such a stupid idea. Plus, our promos will be twice as long as they need to be, which means we'll be telling you twice about twice the talk over. Hey, Andrew. So, yeah, you know, what about well, the thing? No, but the thing is, twice the fake, fake laughter. Twice the arming and erring from Charles. Because, you see, the thing is that, you know, like uh, Double Shot Tuesday on Radio Chaser, your home of needless duplication. Is it over now? Radio Chaser, needless duplications home. Radio Chaser on Sydney's Triple M. Triple M. Radio Chaser is brought to you by anti-vaxxers. They're like people, but c- Anti-vaxxers. That's <laughs> just true. Andrew Yellow Hanson. card for the voiceover guy. Uh-huh. Andrew, Chaz, <laughs> Charles and Don. <laughs> <laughs> they are, though. They are. Yeah. Now, look, speaking of uh, the C word, uh, George Calambaris. Um, uh, 7.8 million. He's underpaid his uh, his staff, as we know. He was fine. fine. Only 200 grand, which I was surprised by. But the consequences continue for the celebrity chef. He's just been dumped as the face of WA Tourism. And, I mean, who better to, to represent WA than Melbourne's most famous <laughs> chef, known for the sort of Greek cuisine that makes Melbourne famous and wants you to visit, and wants you know, to make you visit Melbourne. Well, when he goes to WA, he's a tourist, so that makes <laughs> That's sense. That's probably true. <laughs> yes. But how weird is that? that they, and they've just, they, he was in an ad that was on for about two weeks, and they've mm. pulled it off the air. The tourism I, minister from WA says he's very disappointed in Colin Burris. I, I hope they underpaid him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but there's talk, yeah, he might get kicked off MasterChef. I mean, what oh. would MasterChef look like without George, George Colin Burris? Probably be more would attractive. Be, yeah, he'd be full of well-paid workers. He'd <laughs> <laughs> be, be like 600 white guys instead of 601. <laughs> but look, uh, I think he's going to survive in the show. In, in fact, the producers of MasterChef have worked out how to make his current troubles just part of their format. Because you're hot. Tonight on MasterChef Australia. Are you guys ready for the MasterChef Columbaris Challenge? You have 90 seconds to choose your ingredients, but there is a twist. You have to do your grocery shopping on a George Columbaris wage. Oh, bloody impossible. Go! The stakes are high, but the income is low. What are you cooking with, Julia? I can only afford this small dinner roll that's gone stale. How about you, Steve? I had to find half a rotten cucumber in a bin. And Max, what did you select? Twelve fresh lobsters, a magnum of moat, and some beluga caviar. But I told you you're on a George Calambaras wage. Oh, sorry, I thought you meant the wage George Calambaras pays himself. The Calambaras Wage Challenge, tonight on MasterChef Australia. Now for your next challenge, go deck a teenager at the soccer. Don't forget to add salt, because you're bloody salty as. Why do you always set that challenge, George? I love that salty challenge. Because you're hot and you're cold. Radio Chaser, Triple M. I like big snacks and I cannot lie. You other eaters deny. And when a girl walks in with an itty bitty chip and a round wagon wheel. In your face you get hungry. Baby got snack. Now, last week, Charles introduced me to his luxury snacks. And i got to say, you've inspired me, Charles. Oh, really? Yeah, normally, if I want to go to a bread, bread snack, I'd, uh, I'd go to Baker's Delight. Yes. But this week, for you, Charles, oh, yeah. I went all the way up market to the very upper echelon of bread snacks, Bread Top. 
Oh, that's, bread top. That's where Richie Rich would eat his bread. <laughs> that, that's the top of the town. I mean, it yeah, they, they sell things for 80 cents and more. Oh, <laughs> at least, at least. And actually, but I'll go further, Charles. Mm. I'll go further. I went to the most expensive snack in the most expensive bread Ooh, store. Oh, wow. Most expensive snack at bread top. What's yeah. that, like $1.20? $15, Andrew. What? Yes. $15. We are talking top bread top here. I'll tell you what would cost $15, Tom. <laughs> it's the lotus seed paste with twin yolks mooncake. Oh. Mm. Let me say that again. Mm. The lotus seed paste with twin yolks mooncake. Lots and lots mm. of words there, guys, in that name. That's usually a sign of luxury snack. Uh, I know lotus seed paste doesn't sound terribly inviting. Seeds aren't tasty and paste is a primary school product, but... Mm. What's the yellow Those thing twin in the yolks. middle? That's, that, that's the twin yolk, Oh, so Charles. that's real egg. There's a real yolk. Those oh, yolks are going to have to yuck. do some works, I feel. Uh, uh, before you eat it, let me yeah. just note, there are, there are characters on the top, mm. which I did bang into Google Translate, and they read, Bag Shop Mooncake. And Google Translate's <laughs> never wrong. Are you so telling me that the Chinese for bread shop. top is bag shop? Apparently. It's <laughs> an inauspicious translation. That's all I say. So, Charles, would you like to try some? I'll try some at the same okay. time. Well, it looks like a pork pie, doesn't it? It, it looks, it looks like, There's kind of a Nutella-like paste there. Oh, mincy yeah. kind of yeah. paste. Yeah. Um, Beautiful. Does the, not, well, the lotus paste is actually all right. I reckon it yeah. tastes a little bit like bag shop. I reckon that Chinese mm. character was oh. accurate. Is it supposed to be a dessert or a... Have, have you not had mooncake before? I don't know. It, it, it's, it, it tastes bad, I'll tell you that. <laughs> In fact, I think it might be good for me. That's how bad it tastes. John, John you seem to be an yeah, expert yeah, on mooncake. I've, I've What's got going Chinese on? relatives, right? So yeah. we often go and eat this, I think it's in sort of August, September. There's the mid-autumn festival. Okay, mm. the thing is it's mid-winter at the moment. Yeah, which means so it's, yeah. it's, it's early. It, does that mean it's off? They're getting in early. You know, they're <laughs> a few, few months early. So the, the <laughs> thing to remember with mooncake yeah. is, yeah, I've had it a lot. It yeah. doesn't taste great. No. But the hook is... It makes you live for a long time. It really? gives you longevity. That's why really? you eat it. But you won't want to live for a long time <laughs> after you've eaten it. I don't feel like I'm going to be living long after I eat this, let me tell you, even if it's by my own hand. Uh, that's, um, that's, uh, it's, uh, is this supposed to be good is this supposed to be good for us, John, or just um, good luck? I think I think there's a tradition involved in, in eating it, some sort of story about uh, the emperor and so on. But the, the bottom line is... <laughs> you have to eat it because you live longer. I think that's that's what the Chinese oh, bakers of the to. world have, that have established. That is where we disagree, Dom. We definitely <laughs> do not have to eat this. Cat's pajamas or cat's piss? Now, Chaz, Charles, and Andy, be pleased to know this is a classy cat's pajamas or cat's piss. I've got some royal stories for you here. Cat's pajamas means you think it's a good thing. Cat's piss means it's a bad thing. Now, uh, royal watchers have uh, observed. That Prince Harry only seems to have one pair of shoes in multiple photo shoots. He's been seen wearing the same, and, and they've been called scruffy shoes. Is this appropriate for the brother of the future king only to have the one pair of scungy desert boots? Cats piss is completely inappropriate. A member of the royal family is meant to wear ermines on their feet, not shoes. <laughs> what? What's an ermine? That's right. I don't even know what that it's is. Like, it's like a, like a mink. It's a little oh, stoke-like creature. Okay. I'm with you, Chessie. Yeah. Or some sort of rare endangered animal. Oh, yeah. if, if you can't find an ermine, yeah. maybe a badger or, or, a, swan. or a fox. <laughs> or, yeah, maybe a swan on your feet. Shoes? Might, you What's going eat. on there? And shoes. Look, I think it's cat's piss too. And, and particularly if they're scruffy. I mean, Prince <laughs> Harry needs to wear quality shoes to do a proper Nazi goose step. <laughs> yeah, right. yeah, they're not jack boots that he's wearing. They're, all, they're just desert boots. He's not trying. He's trying to impress Megan. Very, very lame. Now, we've got another royal story here. This, I'm very happy with this. Um, I want to know if you think we should do the same thing. Apparently, when the Queen and Prince Charles, the heir to the throne, when they travel anywhere around the world, or even just in the UK, 
Uh, they take special toilet paper, but they also take with them a vial of their own blood in case they need a blood transfusion. Well, hang on. Should we all be hang doing on, this? Hang on, hang on, There's two things there. Mm, the yeah. first one is the toilet paper. Yeah. Special toilet special paper? Special to- like, does she is... have an ass that does it, is not compatible with normal <laughs> toilet paper? Well, she wipes her ass on an ermine. Yeah. <laughs> there we go. Well, That's what the ermine thing. is. Yeah. Is it still alive and squeaking <laughs> between Her Majesty's cheeks? I thought you said German. That's why I was confused. Uh, well, um, she loves a German. Uh, uh, <laughs> she, she might be wiping her ass on German. I don't know. What, what makes her toilet paper different? That's what I want to know. Is there uh, any yeah. detail there? Look, Mary Claire doesn't actually say. Uh, <laughs> I'll, I'll uh, get back to you on that. But yeah. what do you think about the, the own blood? Should we all be travelling with our own special... Blood in case we need a transfusion. Well, the, the problem is you'd only be allowed to take less than 100 milliliters <laughs> on the flight, well, wouldn't you? Look, uh, liquid restriction. That's a good call. Yeah. I, I, am I the only one who's a little bit sus about this? I mean, these royals, they live forever. And now they're taking blood with them yeah. wherever they go. Come on. Mm. They're vampires. Clearly <laughs> vampires. Or reptilian yes. lizards. Yeah. Yes. Either way. There you go. <laughs> yeah, they're, they're, their blood type isn't human. That's it's the blue. reason why. It's blue yes. blood. Yes. Blue. All right. Now, finally, this isn't, uh, this is not, I don't think this is a royal story, but it probably could be. Um, so uh, it's always tense when you go and meet the in-laws early in the relationship. Yeah. And a and, and new wife, a newlywed wife went to visit the, the in-laws and wasn't warned by her new husband that her, her new father-in-law was a nudist. Is that something that should be mentioned before a guest visits your house for the first time? Oh, look, I mean, a nudist would say that clothed people should be mentioned. Yes. You know, it might be offended if the father walks out wearing something. Dom, please tell me this is the royal family still. Is there ermine toilet paper? Hello, hello, hello. Just let it hang out. Well, this guy apparently was all right if Megan was a nudist, wouldn't it? Yellow card, yellow card. (laughs) (laughs) There'll be no one. There'll be no one left on this show if it went for two hours. (laughs) Yeah, look, it's probably that's that's why it's only an hour, I think. So there you go. Now this is the real thing, and she was very upset. All right. Didn't but take what, a close what was she upset about? About her father-in-law watching TV well, in the nude when she walked it, in the door. It's just like that's what you're going to see in future yeah. times. It's like a preview. I would have thought it's a warning. Yeah, it's great. All right. That's Could all we've got news. time for today. Kennedy Malloy coming up next. Catch you from 3 tomorrow right here on Triple M.